0: Out of the hills of Habersham, down the valley of Hall, I hurry amain to reach the plain, run the rapid, and leap the fall. Split the rock, and together again, accept my bed, or narrow or wide, and flee from folly on every side, with a lover's pain, to attain the plain, far from the hills of Habersham, far from the valleys of Hall. Song of the Chattahoochee, Sidney Lanier
1: Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Southern Fried Spooky, the podcast home of all things Southern, spooky, and this week, submerged. This- wait,
0: wait, wait, like
1: mermaid submerged? Hmm, not specifically, but remember when we did that one about Lake Murray? Yeah. Kind of like that.
0: Oh.
1: am discovering more? Yes, I'm discovering there are multiple lakes where this has been the case. Wow. So but let's back up a moment Mm. this is your Carolina girl Heather and this is your Florida man Tony and we invite you to join our Facebook page and feel free to comment you're invited very lovely engraved invitation Yeah. we also have a Patreon we do leave us a few stars on your podcast platform and we have an Instagram so into the story yeah more than 10 million people annually make the journey to Lake Lanier in Gainesville, Georgia. <laughs> Sorry. I know. You're from very near Gainesville, Florida. Again, with the we can only have so many names of towns and every state gets one. Yeah. Well, it's just like the
0: first time I was here and you were like, hey, let's go to Newberry. And I was like... But Newberry's in Florida. And in South Carolina. And, <laughs> and how many states have Lexington's? And a, oh, God, yeah.
1: <laughs> and Columbia's. I did not realize there were so many Columbia's. Evidently. Lake Lanier, which is also officially Lake Sydney Lanier, is a reservoir in the north of the United State of Georgia. It's... Seems repetitive to say U.S. state, but yeah. you know what I mean. It was created by the completion of Buford Dam on the Chattahoochee River in 1956. Now, did Buford Dam, D A M, have a dam, D A M? Are we talking inception or something? Yes, Damception. <laughs> I am not aware of this. <laughs> and it is filled by the waters of the Chestate River. That mm-hmm. sounds like a condition. The lake encompasses 38,000 acres, or 59 square miles, of water and 692 miles of shoreline at normal level, a full pool of 1,071 feet above mean sea level, and the exact shoreline varies by resolution according to the coastline paradox. I have no idea what I just said. None of that
0: is familiar to me.
1: It's named for poet and Confederate soldier Sidney Lanier. It was built and is operated by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers for flood control and water supply. All righty. Wasn't that fascinating? Indeed. (laughs) The lake is patrolled by the Georgia Department of Natural Resources as well as local law enforcement. The states of Georgia, Alabama, and Florida all have rights to the water of the reservoir as it feeds rivers going through all those areas. The rapid, oh dear, suburbanization of the Atlanta region in general, or in particular, has greatly increased water consumption by private homeowners for lawns and gardens. During droughts of the 21st century, Lake Lanier reached record lows. Lanier is a popular lake (laughs) for (laughs) scuba diving, boating, and other outdoor recreation. There's a ghost town at the bottom, sound familiar? Yeah. And it's a rather huge attraction. The lake's original purposes were to provide hydroelectricity, navigation, and flood control of the Chattahoochee River, and water supply for the city of Atlanta. Uh, Mind you, recreation wasn't originally part of the plan, but where there's water, people like to go and play. Okay, just a little bit more technical stuff. Okay. Lake Lanier has over 90 core state, county, and city parks spread around its 680 miles of shoreline. 23 of which provide swim beaches. All of the parks are accessible by land and some by water, and most have other amenities such as picnic areas. And if you're bold, they're accessible by air, too. (laughs) Restrooms, boat ramps, and playgrounds. There are also dozens of beaches on islands located all over Lake Lanier. It really does sound a lot like Lake Murray. It does sound like a lot like Lake Murray. The 59-square-mile body of water with hundreds of miles of shoreline is the most popular lake in the southeast. It's also the region's deadliest. Uh There have been over 700 deaths at Lake Lanier since its construction in 1956. Good lord. Now, apparently someone did comparisons between it and every other lake, and every other lake nearby has about a third of the accidents. Accidents and drownings are somewhat to be expected on a popular body of water. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen them out at Lake Murray yeah. and even the rivers that we have here that people play in. There's drunken boating, there's accidents. However, for the drowned, the oddness includes the fact that they f- frequently occur close to shore and in calm water conditions. And, it's those linear sharks, isn't it? And many of the victims were people who were considered to be strong swimmers. And people who have had near drowning incidents, they report some strange experiences. Oh, boy. They report feeling hands, the sensation of being pulled deeper into the water, pulling them under towards the ghost town. There are also reports of boats randomly going up in flames, freak accidents, missing persons, and inexplicable tragedies. Well then! Yeah, that at least does not seem to be shared with Lake Murray. Not that I've heard.
0: That's, yeah, that's all kinds of weird...
1: So the land at the bottom of Lake Lanier was, before the 1950s, forest and farmland. Yeah. Before the lake was completely filled, the construction crews felled treetops but left really tall stumps to remain, in some areas not very far beneath the surface. I was about to say, that's not really smart. Again, they weren't expecting pleasure boaters and (laughs) sea and. (laughs) The construction destroyed more than 50,000 acres of farmland. And displaced more than 250 families, 15 businesses, and relocated 20 cemeteries, along with their inhabitants, in the process. Supposedly. Allegedly. Eventually, some 700 families sold a total of 56,000 acres to the government, which built a dam on the Chattahoochee River to form the lake. Yep. The first of these many transactions was in 1948 when Henry Shadburn, an 81-year-old ferryman for Forsyth County... Sadly, that that profession no longer exists. (laughs) One would imagine not. He sold his 100-acre farm, known as Shadburn's Ferry, that makes sense, to the government for $4,100. In 1948? Mm Mm-hmm. Oof. Um... And over the following two years, the government continued to purchase more than 50,000 acres total. Prime, fertile farmland and bottomland from individuals and corporate businesses alike. The land was cheap, most selling for about $50 an acre. You're trying to figure out how much that is in today's money. (laughs) At first, the government assured landowners that they were being paid for the true value of the land and buildings. But residents found it hard to price generations of memories, hard work, and deep roots according to Ms. Lisa Russell in her book, Underwater Ghost Towns of North Georgia. A host of emotions accompanied the talk of relocation. Anger, resentment, fear, anxiety, bewilderment, and apprehension. To them, their land was priceless. There is also an old auto racing track near Gainesville that was left behind. It remains at the lake bottom, though the core removed the bleachers so they wouldn't float to the surface, um, the concrete block foundations and some small buildings are still under there. Oh, did you figure it out? My math is really off right
0: now. Okay. Um, I'll tell you when I do.
1: On February 1st, 1956, Lake Lanier began filling when the sluice gates of Buford Dam were closed.
0: Oh. $52,232.64.
1: Yeah, if that's your life, life's work, I'm not sure if that's enough. <laughs> I mean,
0: fifty-two thousand dollars. It's still I mean, not that's a, lot, a lot. But eh.
1: Lake Lanier took between three to five years. If you ever wondered how, why it takes so long to fill up a pool, imagine filling up an entire lake. <laughs> three to five years to reach its quote full capacity at one thousand seventy-one feet above sea level. Now, more than two hundred people have died at Lake Lanier between 1994 and 2022 according to USA Today and the Georgia DNR with most of the deaths attributed to drownings while there are experts who point to alcohol use and the sheer volume of visitors which you know certainly makes sense drownings like that guy who committed
0: suicide in the back of the car with his hands tied and shot from three
1: distances that has nothing to do with drowning (laughs) just saying Uh we'll have to explain that story at some point (laughs) However, many Georgia residents are quick to claim that the land is haunted, due to uh, eerie racial history. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Now here's where it gets a little weird. Okay. Prior to the groundbreaking of the reservoir in 1950, the town of Oscarville occupied a small, a part of the current location yeah. of the lake. Now I've heard it two ways. The town was majority white, but had a small but mighty black population which included carpenters, blacksmiths, bricklayers, successful farmers, in the region where a vast majority of the state struggled, and the black residents comprised about 10% of the population. Other sources say that Oscarville was a historically black town. I'm not sure which one it was. Huh. And part of that, I think, is downstream, no pun intended, side effects of the fact that a lot of this history was deliberately erased. Well, Yeah. This changed in 1912 when an 18-year-old white woman named May Crow... What a name. Right? She was found injured and unconscious in the woods near Oscarville under, shall we say, mysterious circumstances. The events of which are documented in Patrick Phillips' book, Blood at the Root, a racial cleansing in America. Oh, Lord. Yes, you can tell it sounds like a laugh Here we fest. go. Mm. Yeah. Of course. It's a barrel of damn monkeys, this one. Crow died from her injuries, and three young black men, the only black people in that part of the county at the time, were accused of raping and murdering her, Mm. with little evidence other than a coerced confession from one of them. Later, as you can imagine, three men were attacked in jail. The details are murky, but at least one of them was publicly hanged in a nearby town square. America! I think ultimately they all suffered. Details are um, not always clear. It didn't go nicely. All of Oscarville's black residents, as well as the greater Forsyth County's 1,098 black inhabitants, 10% of the population, were violently forced out by white vigilantes called the Night Riders, and the history went with them. They named themselves after a car show. <laughs> wow! Sorry. The case of Oscarville is complicated, says D. Gillespie, a history professor at the University of North Georgia. Complicated is not that strong of a word to describe what's going on here. That would be understatement. This particular black community was not lost because of the lake. Instead, black communities at Oscarville and throughout Forsyth County were lost much earlier because of mob violence. Mark Huddle, a professor at Georgia College and State University, he specializes in African American history, explained... I don't have to believe in ghosts to believe that a place like Lake Lanier could be haunted. The haunting is that this is a place where the dark and bloody struggle for American race relations played out in a terrible way. Lisa Russell, that author we mentioned before, says the real haunting in this story is how history has made it impossible to ignore what was done to the land in North Georgia. Once a land of wild rivers, North Georgia is now broken with dams and human-made bodies of water that change the ecosystem. Once a land that belonged to indigenous people, I believe Cherokee, it is now buried under the water, making recovering of lost culture impossible. Back to Mark Huddle, until local leaders confront that history, there's never going to be true diversity in Forsyth County, which I understand even now, the black population is maybe 4%. Are you serious? Which is- Wow. It's growing. I forget the numbers, but there was Hispanic and Asian, but even today, black inhabitants are really minimal. And it isn't really about the physical population either. It's about coming to grips with something that was really ugly. The town of Oscarville was strangely itself not demolished before the lake was filled. These left the buildings up. Yeah. Its ruins still rest at the bottom of Lake Lanier. Graveyards and cemeteries, they weren't just submerged but washed away. Wow. Meaning the resting places were disturbed and the bodies displaced. Divers have reported finding fully intact streets, walls, houses, making it the single most dangerous underwater surface in the country, apparently. One would think that the streets you walk down on, as nice as
0: they are, are made a thousand times more dangerous just by being
1: underwater. In as much as I have never done anything but, like vaguely swimming slightly underwater at the surface of the lake. I've never done diving. You've done diving, right? Yeah. Can you imagine what that would be like? Because I honestly cannot really, other than watching diving shows. I honestly think it would be gorgeous. I think it would be too, but I think it would be probably also disturbing and a little scary. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Legend also asserts that vengeful and restless spirits of those whose graves were flooded and disturbed are behind this curse. Moving away from the racial disparities and such this most popular legend surrounding lake lanier is called the lady of the lake bestowed a sword on king arthur (laughs) no Wow. (laughs) strange women lying in ponds distributing swords
0: is no basis for a system of government supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the masses not from some farcical aquatic ceremony. But you can't expect to wield supreme executive power just because some watery tart threw a sword at you. But if I went round saying I was an emperor, Just because some moistened bint had lobbed a scimitar at me,
1: they put me away! Shut up! Will you shut up? As the story goes, in April of 1958, Delia May Parker Young, that is all her name, Wow! was purportedly traveling with her friend Susie Roberts to the Three Gables, a local roadhouse in Dawsonville, Georgia. Susie was driving her 1954 Ford across the bridge when she lost control of the car, crashing off the right abutment of the bridge. Divers went into the lake and searched the area, but neither the vehicle nor any remains were discovered. The only physical evidence of the occurrence was a set of skid marks suggesting that the the car went into the lake. What is the name of that? It's an old horror movie. It's like Circus of the
0: Damned or something like that. And it's like the three girls get into the car accident and fall into the lake. And then one of the girls miraculously wakes up somewhere, and she starts living at this place. And it turns out she's been dead the whole time. It was yeah, like it was, was shot. True. It was
1: shot in like the fifties. I think I've seen it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Christopher had me watch it. And I think I've even watched the Rift Tracks version. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a cool movie. <laughs> Is that the one where they're like, "Oh, the organ music"? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, strange little plug there. Go check out that film. Yeah. A local fisherman, moving on, um, out on the lake came across a body floating near the bridge a year after the crash. Now, at that time, no one could properly, officially identify the body. It was very badly decomposed. After a year? Yeah. In the water. One would think that there would be very little left. One would imagine. However, the locals believed they already knew who she was. They had reportedly seen her, still in her blue dress, wandering near the bridge at night with handless arms.
0: Wait wait, 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 wait. There's no way. Unless they went in in the middle of winter and that lake froze the hell over. <laughs> yeah, cuz that happens in Georgia. There is no way a
1: body could survive a year in the elements. I guess that's what part of what makes this also very strange. Decades passed as Delia's legend grew into a local myth. Visiting the old bridge became a rite of passage at Dawsonville High School. Generations of young thrill-seekers sped by in search of the Lady of Lake Lanier, and some returned to school the next day swearing they'd seen her. The Lady of Lake Lanier exhibited the classic symptoms of a residual haunting. A phenomenon parapsychologists describe as an apparition that appears more like a recording of a previous event than an interactive entity. I really need one of the Ghostbusters to explain that.
0: (coughs) Sir, what you had there (coughs) was what we refer to as a focused, non-terminal repeating phantasm or a class 5 full roaming vapor. Real nasty one, too.
1: Is that Ray? Yes. Okay. I was like, Ray or Egon need to handle this. According to paranormal experts... Residual hauntings are most often found at the location of a traumatic event where the energy of heightened emotions, such as sheer terror, are fused to the fabric of a place. Years of wear and tear had finally prompted refurbishment of the bridge. In 1990, work began on renovations that would expand and refit the bridge, construction workers dredging the bottom of the lake made a startling discovery filled with mud half buried on the lake's bottom they found the twisted wreckage of a 1954 ford Oof. with the bones of susie roberts still inside so whose body was that that supposedly survived a year for 30 years, Susie Roberts was trapped in her car, 90-plus feet below the surface, having come to a rest on the steep slope stuck within the tree trunks, mud, and other detritus that make up the bed of Lake Lanier. But now she could finally be laid to rest. And at this point, they were able to determine that the other body, found three decades earlier, was Delia May, Parker Young. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we are... I do. I know you've watched it a couple of times, the
0: Adventures with Purpose. Oh, the yeah, divers The divers who go in... And even they can explain that after the silt goes into the car, mm-hmm. it is like cement. Yeah. So it's going to keep it down there.
1: Oh, yeah, apparently. That makes sense. But what's weird is how did the original divers not see anything? If she had freshly landed, I guess? I, Submerged? I don't know what the proper word well, is. Well, keep in mind,
0: when this happened, it was, what, in the 50s?
1: hmm
0: Like fifty. They didn't have sonar
1: technology no. like we do now. So they would just have the eyeballs of the divers. Yeah, like now
0: we have something that you literally hold in your hand like a gun, just dip the tip into water and pull the trigger. That sounds so naughty. It does. And you can see everything. I mean, it, it is, like, technology has come really well. So, like, having someone
1: wreck in 54 and then being found in the 90s, not that big of a stretch. Okay, I'll give you that. That does make sense since you spent afternoons watching that show. What what can I say? I'm I'm into some crazy things. We kind of both are. Besides these ghost stories, there are those who claim that the lake is haunted by the spirits of about 27 distinct victims who have died in Lake Lanier over the years, but whose bodies were never found. Now, if you watch the Netflix drama Ozark, which Which we do not... I have not seen. It apparently also has a high body count, but it films lake scenes at Lanier. Oh, Which, to me, seems a little dangerous. Oh, yeah. I have seen a few TikTok videos where, done by African American people, and several of them have noted that the whole place feels creepy, and they just are like, drive by, don't even stop. Yeah, yeah,
0: just go, just go.
1: On a lighter note, every year from mid-November through January, Lake Lanier Islands are decorated with over six miles of Christmas lights the largest animated light show in the Southeast and one of the world's largest light shows. Now I'm
0: suddenly envisioning that one guy who does his light shows with the awesome music that's all animated and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Magical nights of Lights. It's an animated drive through display that ends with a Christmas village, carnival rides, bonfire, Santa shop, and a live nativity. <laughs> it sounds very festive. Yeah. So, here we are. Another half hour or so of your life just washed away. Wow. We'd love to dredge up some of your comments on our Facebook page, so just look for Southern Fried Spooky. What? It, just the puns are abound. We're drowning in them. Well, be sure to leave us a swimmingly good review if you're so inclined. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: Holy crap. I This is what, what I live for, honestly. Honestly... Join us next week for whatever weirdness we get up to then. Very soon we'll be doing our Halloween all October long. Oh, yeah. Where, I mean, what do you do if you're already a creepy podcast doing Halloween? Well, you try to get even creepier. Yes, you do even more Halloweeny creepy stuff. Yep, so we're Indeed. looking forward to that. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm your Carolina girl, Heather. Glug, 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 glug. Said Florida Man Tony. And we are. Glug glug spooky. Glug glug. Until next week. Bye, bye glug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. No, I, I I had no idea that like <laughs> there have been so many cities drowning lakes
1: And my good friend Betsy just told me about another one, um, as Lake Norman, which I had no idea was also. Wow! So, and some of the same stories where people talk about feeling like they've been pulled down. She had a friend from high school who told her that. So we're going to continue
0: doing creepy lake stories. I think more lakes, more lakes. It's a trend. We're going to drown in them.
1: Yep.